0: Hello, friends and family. Thank you for joining me again. This is our breakdown of chapter four of Ernest from Earth. Our social-emotional learning focus for this chapter kind of have two points of focus. One is self-awareness. As Ernest is experiencing this traumatic situation, he has to Really be in touch with his own thoughts, feelings, emotions, that sort of thing. And then self management. How do we manage our emotions in these tense, difficult situations? So, the first question in our Chapter 4 curriculum guide is how do people jump across space? I use the term jump. Basically, we get on what I call Interstellar Highway 135. If you live where I live in the Midwest. We have Interstate 35. So it's Interstellar Highway 135. So it's basically a corridor in space that people in their spacecraft can get on. And then there's off-ramps, basically like we would have the interstate, which are wormholes, sort of the theoretical way to bend space-time like a black hole. But in this... I don't get deep into the science. I don't have a deep understanding of the science that, or the physics that would explain this sort of thing. But in this, in this story, it's, there are these kind of off ramps that are designated set up. These are points where there's like a wormhole where they'll accelerate into this and then they jump out the other side to wherever they've got set into the, their spacecraft. That's how they jump. And the second question described the Star Cruiser's emergency procedures. So they're accelerating to jump, accelerating onto the on-ramp. Then all of a sudden there's a warning that there's a, an object detected. The four members of the Ameca family, Mr. and Mrs. Ameca, Tamara, Ernest, it's kind of these bubbles go around them. So the, the Star Cruiser kind of splits into four pods. In the case of an emergency, everyone is protected in their own little pod. Who or what is OTIS? OTIS is the acronym for the Onboard Technical Instruments System. It's an artificial intelligence program on earnest Pod, his emergency pod that has made the jump and now crash landed onto the planet Targ. The name Otis was, I don't even remember if I started with the name first and then tried to come up with words to fill that. I think I did for whatever reason. The name Otis just kind of jumped out to me and I like, ah, I can make kind of like a, a simple acronym for that but that seems to be something that that we do as people as we come up with just these little acronyms so that we can throw out a word sometimes I'll look at organizations it seems like they're stretching to make the words they're picking fit into a nice name this is maybe one of those cases but I went with Otis so that Ernest has basically Ernest has something some bit of home to still talk to, to still bounce some things off of, and he can call it by name. On what planet is Ernest? Ernest is on Targ. How did Ernest get there? Otis reports that it seems there was an undetected meteoroid that entered the path of the Star Cruiser right as they were about to make the jump to Tremulac 5. They have this collision. Ernest does not know the whereabouts of his family if they're okay or where they are because Ernest gets shot somewhere that in terms of actual distance is light years from Earth and from his intended destination of Tremulac 5. The next question is, where is the rest of Ernest's family? We don't know. Ernest doesn't know. Otis doesn't know. They could be all together They could be scattered about different worlds, different galaxies. We also don't know if they're okay or not at this point. There was this collision. Something could have happened to them. How is Ernest feeling in this chapter? Provide evidence from the text to support your thoughts. I don't throw a ton of emotional description in here. I say at one point, Ernest was covered by a blanket of anxious sadness when he considers his family. That's the most direct that I give that, that, okay, at this point, he is sad. He's sort of covered in this. He's sad. He's anxious. We could also infer a few other things. His thoughts were racing he has to take a second to calm himself down, take a deep breath, that sort of thing. For the most part I have Ernest being fairly collected in this. He doesn't have he doesn't have a big outward expression of emotions. But a lot of times I found in in emergency type situations, that tends to be my reaction more. There's maybe not a big outward reaction immediately sort of that survival fight or flight instinct kind of kicks in. And I know not everyone reacts this way, but I tend to stay very calm in the moment of an emergency. And then afterwards, I'm kind of hit by like a wave of of emotion, of sort of an adrenaline dump maybe. Where Ernest is, is having a, a little bit of that here where he is, He's going through the procedures, he's going through his, they apparently are trained for this sort of thing if there is an emergency on one of these interstellar travels. So he's going through the checklist, he's checking where he is, he's asking Otis these things, but it is very clear like the moment he gives himself to think about his family, boom, he's sort of hit with this wave of sadness and anxiety, but then he sort of has to He's got to compartmentalize that and set it aside for a little bit to try to figure out what he's going to do next. He's, he's got a lot of ideas rushing through his head. A lot of thoughts where he's like, okay, I'm not going to be able to use the shuttle to get out of here. This planet is not going to have the technology to get me out of here. The best I can do at this point is set up sort of the homing beacon, send out a signal. and Hopefully my family will be able to find this signal. And then I got to decide what I'm going to do next. What happens at the end of this chapter and then predict what might happen? There's a life form that approaches the pod. Ernest hears a noise. He whips around. He sees a being there pointing a rudimentary weapon at him. Students can predict a lot of things. If you watch the video, I showed the little image at the end, so that might lead to some other guesses. But one might infer that okay, there's another perhaps humanoid type creature if it's holding a weapon and it's bearing down on Ernest. What happens from there could be a lot of different guesses. What function might the events of this chapter serve in the plot development of the story? Again, there's a lot of different things that a student might say, but hopefully it's fairly clear this is sort of the inciting incident. We had the setting. Here's where the story really kicks off, where now Ernest is Ernest from Earth. He is on a different planet, and this is where the real story, the rising action, will begin. Based on the information given about Ernest to this point... How might this incident impact Ernest's development as a character? We've seen Ernest with his family. We've seen Ernest in school. Now Ernest is in a totally different situation, separated from his family, separated from all the things that he knows. That's kind of part of That's often the part of the protagonist's journey, the hero's journey of sorts, of now things are different and that character is going to have to learn and grow, hopefully. What themes may emerge or be developed as a result of the events of this chapter? Again, students could list a number of things, but... One might say, as we talked about the social-emotional competencies we're trying to link to, Ernest is maybe going to have to have some self-discovery. He's going to have to deal with challenges, deal with being afraid, deal with maybe some new interactions. For extended thinking activities, I have briefly discussed the idea of space-time black holes and wormholes. This could be a pretty... (laughs) You can get really deep with this, depending on the level of the students, things like that. I I did some pretty basic research before this. I didn't want to get deep into the science of things, but just spend some time looking at stuff, reading stuff about theoretical ideas regarding black holes and wormholes and space-time. And it is, it's an interesting thing to consider in very... Very basic terms that I'm sure someone could very much, could definitely correct me on. Space-time is sort of uh, a model presented where there's three dimensions of space and the dimensions of time as sort of one continuum. A black hole is a point of space-time where gravity is so strong that nothing, including light, can escape. And a wormhole is a theoretical link between two separate points of space-time. So that's sort of just the very simple idea that I took is, okay, if you had these wormholes, these off-ramps that you could jump through, you could maybe hit it, if you could figure out a way to get through it, then you can instantly jump to some other place. Imagine you're in earnest situation. How would you be feeling? What would you do? It's another one where options might vary, but I think it's it's good to do that sometimes. To consider, ooh, if I was in, even though this is sort of a fantastical situation, what would I do if I was in this situation? I would do that with my kids a lot, so that with my kids, but even when they were young, talk about okay, what would you do if you got separated from me at a store? Things like that. Not to do it in a scary way. But it's good to consider, okay, what options do I have? It's clear in this situation, Ernest has had some training on what to do in such an emergency. That helps us manage our emotions in those moments. That's that self-awareness, self-management component. Then I also want students to consider a time they felt scared or alone. How'd they deal with that situation? What helped and what made things worse? That's what Ernest is dealing with right now. The whole book is about empathy. And ideally, in any story, any movie, television show, book, we're hopefully creating some emotional connection with the characters. So I think it's good to consider How do we feel when we're in these scary things, when we feel lonely, when we feel isolated? Because Ernest is having that situation. He doesn't know where his family is and if they're okay. Those are emotions he's going to have to work through. I don't really have anything else for chapter four that kind of got the... The rising action started. That was our inciting incident. So we'll be back with chapter five the next time I record. This has been fun. I hope people are enjoying it. Feel free to reach out and connect if you have any questions, comments, anything like that, and uh, I can try to cover those in some of these future recordings. Until then, thank you so much for sharing some of your valuable time with me. I genuinely appreciate it. I'll see you next time. Much love.